0: know that I'm probably never gonna eat this way again. This is one day of my eating that you are seeing and I don't even eat this way all the time. It just is how today uniquely played out. And my intuitive eating mindsets, those happen every day, but how they are expressed throughout my days of my life, comes very different. Because what food we have in the house is different. What sounds good is different. What my schedule is that day is different. What I have time to cook or eat is different. So just know that this is one day of my eating, just a glimpse of my food intake that you're seeing. Do not try to replicate it, but do try to implement some of the mindsets that I've talked about, some of the freedom-based reasons for why I picked what I did. And I hope this episode just leaves you inspired and excited for your next eating experience and how you can invite intuitive eating into that. Hey, I'm Nyla, and you're listening to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. Get ready for faith-based conversations about food, fitness, and body image. I love fitness and regularly you'll find me and my cat on my yoga mat sweating for a strong body to use to bless others with and glorify God with. Though I'm no longer an intuitive eating and body image coach, I am still an intuitive eater myself and will forever be grateful for God leading me to intuitive eating as I healed from a decade-long fight with an eating disorder. Friends, I encourage you as you listen to each episode to ask God to teach you something. You didn't just randomly stumble upon this podcast. No, God guided you here providentially, and he has something to encourage you with today. All right, let's dive into today's episode and see what God has for you to learn. Hey guys, welcome back to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Nyla, and today we have a fun episode. I'm bringing it way back. Not way back, more like a year or two ago when I used to post on my Instagram stories why I ate in a day. So not what I ate in a day, but why I ate in a day stories. And I would share in my stories pictures of food I had ate throughout a past day and then put the intuitive eating reasons why beside that picture in the stories. So say I had a bran muffin and an apple and a glass of milk for breakfast. I would show a picture that this is what I ate in my stories and then I would write um, little captions within the stories about why my intuitive eater within me picked those and people really like that series a lot and I'm not on Instagram a lot anymore. I am dubbing myself a social media minimalist these days. I still use social media, I still enjoy it, but I really have like like 95% reduced how much I go on it. I mostly go on it now to share when I have a podcast episode that's released. I've put effort into creating these episodes for you. So I still want to promote them, market them. So I hop on usually on Tuesdays and share about an episode that is released. And if there's a bonus episode, I will also go on and share about that. Usually those come out on Friday or maybe Saturday and share about that. But I thought, let's bring back that series and do a podcast episode format version of Why I Ate in a Day. And I have a couple other episodes like this, and I'll link those in the show notes. So if you like this one, you can go listen to other ones. And I just want to first start with a trigger warning. I know that in my eating disorder recovery journey, and again, I have an episode about that too, if you want to hear about how God healed me from an eating disorder, And if you want to be inspired that he can do the same for you too, he would love to do the same for you. Check out that episode. I'll link it in the show notes. But there was a part in my eating disorder journey where listening to something like this might not have been helpful for me. I might have been too tempted to focus in on what someone was eating and try to mimic that and think that that's what I need to do. I need to eat just like this person who's sharing their food intake for a day. And later on in my journey... I started to read blog posts that were like this, like intuitive eats or daily eats that were from people who followed intuitive eating and they would share why they were eating what they were. And I found it very healing to read stuff like that, but not at the beginning of my journey. I don't think that would have been the case. So have a conversation with God and say, hey God, would this be a helpful or harmful episode for me to listen to? Am I going to be able to focus on the emphasis that Nyla is making on the why she picked food rather than the what she ate? I'm not really going to be sharing measurements or anything like that, just what I ate, not sharing like amounts, just more so going to be describing what I ate and why I ate. And so just before we start, be honest with yourself, maybe this is an episode that you should come back to and listen to later when you're a little further in your journey. But if you feel confident that hearing about what someone ate throughout the course of a whole day would be fine, and especially if it's intuitive eating and faith-based, then keep listening. And I also want to start with a disclaimer too that You don't have to eat like me. In fact, you shouldn't. It would be unhealthy for you to eat like me. We have very different food needs, different body types, might be on different days of our menstrual cycle, just might have worked out differently, just... You might be pregnant. I'm not. All these different things, breastfeeding. So don't hear what I eat and then think, tomorrow I have to eat what Nyla ate for breakfast and eat what she ate for lunch. No, no, no. You do not need to do that. I encourage you to just be inspired by what I am sharing for food ideas. I hope you get some food inspo that you might hear about what I had for lunch and think, oh, that sounds really yummy. I'm going to go get the ingredients to make that too. That sounds exciting. I want to try that. I hope that's your reaction to this episode. I hope also just hearing my reasoning for why I picked food, I hope that you can start to use some of that gentle nutrition mindsets behind your food choices too in the future and just see that it's possible to make nutrition-focused choices, be intentional with that, without it dipping into diet culture. Like, you can be intentional about getting different food groups in, different macronutrients without it being obsessive. There's a way to do that that is... Balance. It's that happy medium of not neglecting your health, but not obsessing about your health either. It's that happy middle point that God would love us to be at, taking care of our bodies, but not making our bodies the most important thing. I have an episode with Karen Fair, and she talks about how to steward our bodies for God's glory and not our glory. And I'll link that in the show notes. And something that she says a lot is that our bodies are not the main thing, but they help us do the main thing. So we need to take care of them. We don't want to neglect them. We need to feed them different food groups and variety and feed them the foods that feel good in them, that make us thrive and function the way that we want to, which is unique for every different person. But we don't want to make our bodies this idol that is this most important thing. They help us do the most important thing, spread the gospel, share Jesus, love people like Jesus did, But they are not in and of themselves, the most important thing. I love how she shares that. Well, let's jump in and I'm going to take you through a day in the life of Nyla, the intuitive eater. So today I woke up at 8.30. My husband had the day off. It is a Friday and he had the day off. So normally we we wake up at 6.45, but we are able to sleep in because we didn't have to drive him to work. Or anything like that. So I took advantage of having a less firm schedule work wise and let myself sleep in. And that was really nice to sleep in a little bit. Like I got up, washed my face, did all that, put on slippers, got, you know, uh, in a house coat went downstairs and the first thing that I like to do because I'm usually hungry when I get up is have breakfast and I had some chia pudding prepped and so I grabbed that from the fridge and an orange it was the last piece of fresh fruit that we had I really enjoy having fresh fruit at breakfast it was the last one that we had in the house we really got to go grocery shopping so I grabbed that and I sat down at the kitchen table to eat it and I liked this because it was ready to go and it was quiet. I wouldn't be waking up my still-sleeping husband and still-sleeping cat upstairs. I didn't have to, like, fire up the blender or even use the microwave or the toaster, anything like that that would make some noise. Just grabbed it from the fridge. It was all ready to go. So that was really one of the reasons why I picked it, just convenience. It worked for our schedule today. It also sounded yummy, and I also knew that it needed to be used up. That orange was On its last legs, I knew that it was going to go bad if I didn't eat it pretty soon, as well as the chia pudding. I had made it with chocolate milk the other day and prepped it ahead of time, and I knew that chocolate milk was getting very close to its expiry date, so I needed to eat it. So I had that, and honestly, as I was eating it, trying to be mindful as I ate as best as I could, you can't be perfect with mindful eating, you... Can pay attention to your food as best as you can but there's distractions you're gonna think about your to-do list or gonna hear your neighbor's car driving by or whatever so i just tried to pay attention to my food as i ate and i noticed that wow this has a lot of cinnamon in it and i think that next time i'm gonna measure my cinnamon i usually just dump spices in but i have a couple times lately put too much cinnamon into my overnight oats or chia pudding And I realized I think I need to measure. It was a little too cinnamony for me. And also, it was kind of a weird texture, if I'm being honest. I think I tried to pack too many different things in there. I had lots of chia in there, like, and then I also had flax in there, a lot of flax. And then I also put oatmeal in there. And we were running out of milk when I made it. And I was trying to, like, conserve some of that chocolate milk that I used in it for later to have with a smoothie because I like making chocolate milk, banana, peanut butter smoothies. So I probably should have. Used all the milk in the chia pudding because it was pretty like brick like. I could still get my spoon through it, but it was a weird texture. (laughs) So sometimes food is delicious and sometimes it just gets the job done. And you make observations for next time and you think, next time I'm going to measure the cinnamon and next time I will maybe choose chia or oatmeal instead of putting both of them in. Or maybe I'll do less chia seeds so that I could still have the oatmeal but it wouldn't make this weird texture. Or maybe I'll just use more milk and I just think on Instagram, sometimes people are saying, like, all their food is delicious. They crushed every workout. It was so amazing, but that's not real life. We have amazing workouts that leave us feeling so good, and sometimes you're like, that just wasn't my favorite workout. The instructor was annoying, or my body just was not feeling it. I probably should have took a rest day, or maybe I should have done yoga instead of going for a run, and sometimes you don't know what's going to be the best till it's over, and you're like, oh. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Woulda picked something different to eat. Woulda picked a different workout. But all you can do is take that information and use it moving forward. And when that happens, when there's a meal that wasn't like my favorite, I try to make the next meal one that I typically really do enjoy. That it's consistently something I enjoy. And so then um, after breakfast, I went upstairs to my home office. And I worked on some client work, did some podcast editing for clients, checked Voxer to see if any clients were communicating with me that way and doing email, pitched a bunch of podcast pitches to um, other podcasts for my clients to appear on, did a lot of podcast pitching today since it's a Friday, that's when I do a lot of that for clients. And then um, I decided, you know what, I feel ready for a walk. Usually I wake up and I want to get some movement in right away, like after a couple hours after breakfast, but today I needed a little bit of time. I wanted to dive into work first, which is not typical. Usually I go and do some kind of movement, a walk, um, a workout, a run, something like that. Like a workout video, a run is a workout, but um, usually do something like that. But today, I just felt a little more tired, so I decided I'm going to do some work first, and then when I'm feeling just a little better, then I will go... I was just feeling tired for some reason. I don't know why I didn't question it, just thought I'll just rest a little bit in my office doing work and then go for a walk. And then I also gave the weather a chance to warm up a little bit. So once I got some work in, decided to go for a walk and went for a walk. And it was really nice. Went for a prayer walk in the park. And that was just really nice. It helped calm some anxiety that I was feeling about the day. And just talking with Jesus about different things going on in our life, in our career, families, and it just felt good to come home. Then when I got home, my husband was up and he was making coffee, so I was chatting with him and our cat came downstairs too to the kitchen. He had been sleeping upstairs as well and we just all hung out. I pet my cat and hung out with my husband, talked to him, and as I was talking to him, I realized I was starting to feel hungry, so I decided to have a snack so that I would be more focused. When I went back upstairs to do some more client work, I knew that if I waited longer to when I was going to have my full-blown lunch, I would probably find myself not focused on doing my client work, so I knew a snack would help me get to lunch focused. Snacks are this magical bridge that get us to the next meal. I used to be really afraid of snacks. There used to be these things that I would see on Instagram where people would say like, snacks are just for kids and you don't need snacks and blah, blah, blah. But snacking is a beautiful, helpful, handy tool. And I really love to snack when I need it. It is such a helpful tool. So I had an energy bite that I had prepped in the fridge. It was a chocolate chip, nut, almond butter, protein powder, Snack, energy bite thing, really yummy, tasted like cookie dough. And they're all gone they did not last long in our house because they're so yummy and so easy to prep you can make them in like 10 minutes put them in the fridge and eat them even like 10 minutes later they're firmed up enough if you want to eat them that quick or wait even longer and they have a different texture too which is good i try to make all my snacks have a little bit of protein in them so that they can be that that magical bridge to get me to the next meal not always sometimes you just want an apple sometimes you don't want an apple and cheese slices or an apple and peanut butter it's okay to have a snack that as they call it is like a naked carb where it's not dressed with a protein. That's okay. But most of the time I do try to have protein at a snack. I, I love carbs so much, but I have to be more intentional about getting protein in because if I could feel great and just feel the way I want to feel eating carbs alone, I I might do that. I just love carbs so much, but I know that being intentional to get protein and and fat and all those different things in all the different food groups, it makes me feel how I like to feel. So I do include all those as well, the forms of those things that I like. I I do eat meat, but I think I prefer for protein, like beans and things like that. I'm not a vegetarian at all, but I do just gravitate to chickpeas and protein powders and and things like that. It's easier to do. I think why I like them is because you don't have to cook them. You can just mash them up, put them in a salad, and it's a lot easier or like canned fish and stuff like that. Yeah, so I eat the forms of protein that I that I really do enjoy. And yeah, so then I had that snack, went upstairs, did some more work for clients. And then this is just the story of my day, like constantly working, taking a break, working, taking a break, which that's just the nature of working from home. And I, I own my own business, but then I also am a home manager, meaning I am the person who takes care of our home a lot. I do most of the cleaning, most of the cooking errands. So it's this mix of those two jobs Clashing, not clashing, but um doing this kind of like dance throughout the day, and it's okay. it's a different style of life being an entrepreneur and switching between these different jobs but i I like it it's good, and because I'm able to do a lot of the the housework and the cooking and errands and stuff during the day, then it means that me and my husband can have most of our evenings and weekends free for the most part, and it is really nice so once I worked upstairs after that snack, came downstairs and had lunch and I had a veggie burger. I really like this one brand of veggie burger called Dr. Prager's, and I get it from Costco, and it has so many vegetables in it, super high in fiber, and it's really delicious. Even my husband likes it. My dad tried it too, and the only complaint everybody has who tries it is that it doesn't really crisp up in a frying pan. It has just this mushy texture, so really tasty, but a little mushy so what i try to do is have it with some crunchy things like crunchy pickles or toasted bread just something to give it a different texture and it was really delicious today i had it on a slice of homemade whole wheat bread that i had i pulled out actually a piece of bread just store-bought bread and then i realized what am i doing i have homemade bread like i'm gonna use that when i have that i forgot i had it in the fridge and homemade bread store-bought bread They don't touch your worth. (laughs) Some people can say like, you're better if you make everything from scratch, but that is so stressful for most of us to cook most things from scratch. I love convenience items, but I also like homemade stuff. I do a combination of both and they can both be very nutritious. They're just different. So I made this veggie burger on a piece of homemade bread, toasted the bread, spread some, I think it was like chili garlic aioli, mayo, something like that. Spread that on there. Uh, little goes a long way. It's really spicy and flavorful. Then put some spinach on there, then put my veggie burger that I had fried in the, in the frying pan. Then I put some cheese on it and then some pickles and ate it with a fork, just open face like that. And it was really good, really tasty. And the veggie burger though, doesn't have like any protein in it. So you would think it would, cause it's a burger. Our minds just think, oh burgers, that's high protein, but this is mostly vegetables and Um, I think there's a bit of soybeans in it, but it's still on the back of the label. It doesn't really look like a ton of protein. So when I eat it, I try to eat a side of protein with it, which sounds funny. A side of protein, usually you hear like a side of vegetables or side salad or whatever, but I had some trail mix with it. And why I picked trail mix is because I am doing something called seed cycling. You guys have probably heard me talk about it. Seed S E E D, and you cycle through different seeds depending on what week of the month it is. And I have an episode all about seed cycling, and it's a way to naturally balance your hormones by eating different seed combinations throughout the month. And it's really helped me have less painful cramps during my period. And I really advocate for seed cycling, and it is a really cool thing that God has given us seeds and that he's put these nutrients in seeds to actually help us feel better during our menstrual cycle and all month long too. So check out that episode to hear like all the benefits of seed cycling and how I do it, what it is and different recipes that I use. But this week I was needed to have flax and pumpkin. So I had flax in my chia pudding. And then I had at lunch, I had the pumpkin seeds in the trail mix. So I could check off those two boxes for seed cycling. I don't always eat my seeds, because sometimes I'm just like seeds, I just am a little done with them. I want a day off and that is totally fine. Still helps me even if I'm not perfect with seed cycling, I do my best and it still helps me feel better when it's my period. And I do tend to plan what I'm gonna eat the day before, but loosely and with flexibility. So if I get to the next day and say I had prepped that chia pudding today and I got up in the morning and it just didn't sound good, it's totally fine to eat something else. I just find that having an idea of something I could eat that it really just is one less thing I have to do the next day because I already have an option planned. And just during a busy workday, it's really nice to just know that I have plans for our breakfast, lunch, and suppers. I already have an idea of what we could do if we want to. Again, totally free to change it up if that just doesn't sound good or maybe I plan to use the oven and then it's a super hot day, we don't wanna heat up the house. Or we get invited out to go out with friends or whatever. So meal planning to me, it's more so called like flexible meal planning and it's a form of self-care. It really helps me just to lessen that decision fatigue that we can feel during the day of like, what am I going to eat when the day before I've already picked like, oh, I'm going to have this for breakfast probably. And I know we have this in the house, so we can have that for lunch and supper. Let's do that. And so I do meal plan, but very much so flexible with it so that I can have that satisfaction factor that intuitive eating talks about where you honor what sounds good in the moment. If you packed something for lunch, well, it's a little harder when you pack lunch because you're usually gone from your house. So it's harder to honor the satisfaction factor when you're out of the house. But if you're at home and you plan to have your leftover pizza and a side salad maybe, but then you come to lunch and you're like, that just doesn't sound good. I really want a smoothie and a peanut butter and jam sandwich instead. That's okay. Pivot from a plan. There's nothing wrong with pivoting from a plan, but it's just nice to have a plan if you want to use it. And so that was my lunch. And I think the spinach that I had on the veggie burger was the only fresh vegetable that we have in the house right now. Again, we really got to go to the grocery store. I think we're going to go this weekend. And, That's why I was using the frozen veggie burger because that was vegetables and we do, we tend to utilize a lot of like dried fruit and frozen vegetables and frozen fruit when we don't have much of that in the house of fresh versions. It's great to have frozen and dried versions of those on hand so you can still nourish your body with produce when you're out of the fresh stuff and i like how there's a longer shelf life on that dried and frozen stuff love 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 that so so that is why you saw me eating a lot of like frozen vegetable burger and then also dried fruit in my trail mix and i did eat the last orange and yeah so then after lunch i actually came and did a recording for my podcast which was fun had time during the day today was actually a lighter day for client workload. Sometimes Fridays are like that because I have some clients who only do a podcast episode every two weeks. So I'm on the week where there's less because people have they're on their off week so I didn't have to edit. So Friday today was a little less busy. So I got to work on one of my podcast episodes, which was really fun. And then me and my husband, we there's a 20 minute loop that we have in our nearby park. It's like a two minute walk to our park. I'm just so thankful God led us to a house that has such a beautiful green space with a park. And I just need a park. It's actually a need because I do so much of my praying in a park and just, I hear God so much in nature. It's just this place that I can connect with him. There's just so little distractions and I just love being outside. I'm such an outdoors girl. So I'm so glad we have a house near a park, but me and my husband went for a 20 minute loop in our park and that was nice to spend time with him and to be active together. And we looked at the community garden there. There's this plot that has a free to pick section for anybody in the community, if even if you didn't plan anything this year. So that was fun to look and see if there was some uh, produce that was ready to pick that we could possibly have tonight for supper if we wanted to, if we wanted to change plans around and eat the corn that was ready to pick or the beans or the rhubarb or whatever. So that is what we did and then after that came home and i am actually in the well near the end of actually half marathon training and Later on, in a couple weeks, I have an episode coming out about spirit-led marathon training, half marathon training, and I talk about how this training for this half marathon is so much different than past ones that I've trained for and full marathons that I've trained for. It's because now I'm an intuitive eater, and now I've invited God into the process, and it is so different. It's so much more joyful. I'm not getting obsessed with numbers, and just it is a completely different experience. So if you're a runner and you want to hear about how I'm training in a spirit-led Way with being an intuitive eater. Check out that episode in a few weeks from now. And so today was an off day from running. I'm not running today. And so I took a day to do some stretching, some foam rolling, some stretching for my lower body. And then I also did a little bit of core work. So that was a nice workout. So as an entrepreneur, my days look very different. I have similar tasks that I'll do on Mondays usually, but or Tuesdays or Wednesdays or whatever. But It also looks very different at the same time every day. It's similar things, but also very different, if that makes sense and sometimes I'm finished at 10 a.m. I've just had a lighter work day, and I'm done at 10 a.m., or like today, I was done around noon, and sometimes I'm not done till 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. at night if I've had a late night coaching call. I, primarily for my business, I do podcast production work, so helping people start up their dream podcast, help them keep their podcast running, do like editing and pitching for them to be a guest on other shows, and getting other guests to come on their show and do a little VA work, virtual assistant work, doing like backend website stuff, doing video editing, stuff like that. That's like my main business, but I do a little bit still of intuitive eating coaching calls and I do those over the phone with clients and, and a lot of those calls happen in the evening. So sometimes by the time I've done those calls with coaching clients, coaching them on intuitive eating and how to implement that into their own life, it's, it's late at night and I also write up like recap notes for them, the highlights of what we talked about in their calls so they can forever have like a written version of their of their session to refer back to. People say they really appreciate these recap emails. And anyways, all that to say, sometimes my evenings, like I'm still working in the evenings and so today was I was done at noon, but that doesn't always happen. But that was cool that it was a Friday and I finished early. And after I did my workout, um, I made my husband lunch. We used some of the haul that we got from the community garden. We came back with a cool little bag of vegetables. So got a little baby corn on the cob, made him that, and some string beans and some fresh cucumber and made him a veggie burger like I had had earlier, prepared it the same way, but used his type of bread that he likes. He likes rye bread. So I used that. And even just in preparing food for my family, I try to have a balanced meal. And when I say balanced, I'm meaning different food groups. And so I had, again, like the grains and the bread had lots of vegetables and the veggie burger and the sides of vegetables. And I think he was going to have like a protein bar later. So that would round out the meal to have different food groups and different macronutrients. And then after that, I cleaned the bathrooms. As I listen to a podcast, I find that Listening to a podcast makes chores more enjoyable. I often do that while I'm doing dishes, I'll listen to a podcast or when I'm cleaning the bathrooms. But then for supper, I decided we are going to have something super easy. We were going to go out for date night to a burrito place, but we decided just, you know what, let's save some money, let's stay home and make something and Uh, So we had popcorn and smoothies, that's something that we like to do, and it was a free evening, we didn't have anything on the go, and popcorn, when you make a big bowl of popcorn, it takes a little while to eat, and so does making two different smoothies, takes a bit of time to get all the different frozen fruit out from the freezer and the different things that we want in it, seeds or whatever, different yogurts, we usually make two different smoothies because I like different things in mine than his and we just had it for evening so we could make something that we could make leisurely and also eat leisurely so sometimes I pick food often I pick food on what is our schedule like what would make sense for the night that we have for supper do we need something quick should we have leftovers should we go grab subs or do we have a time to just kind of hang out in the kitchen and make something together do we have time to like make some steak and roast some potatoes and so that is how I pick sometimes for that and that was really yummy. I've been really craving berry smoothies lately. I go in seasons of what kind of smoothies I like. Sometimes I really like chocolate smoothies like with chocolate milk and banana and peanut butter and then sometimes I really like raspberry smoothies with vanilla protein powder and right now I am really in a Smoothie phase of berries, not so much smoothie bowls. There's a couple years there where I just love smoothie bowls, which is basically a smoothie poured in a bowl. And then you put granola and nut butter on it and it's really delicious, you eat it with a spoon. And also you can top it with some more nuts and things like that, but I'm just really liking smoothies that you drink from a straw. And so I made my smoothie with a banana and with some blueberries and with some strawberry protein powder, had that with ice and put some frozen cauliflower in there as well, rice cauliflower that I get from Costco. You can't even taste it, but it gives you some more vegetables and it makes it really creamy, almost like a Wendy's frosty. I really like it and had some popcorn, put some butter on there and some salt. That was really good. And then we had date night. We like to just stay home most of the time and we watched a baking show together and that was a really nice way to round out the week and we have friends coming over tomorrow so it was nice to get a little bit of housework done today since I finished early unexpectedly I didn't realize it was going to be a lighter day till I got into work and realized oh I will be done earlier today than expected so it's nice to get a little bit of housework done earlier so that the next day you don't have as many things to do um Normally, I don't have a ton of errands to do on the weekend, but I had a, I have a few tomorrow and we want to straighten it up a little extra than we normally would because friends are coming over. And yeah, I just hope that this episode blessed you guys and know that... I'm probably never gonna eat this way again. This is one day of my eating that you are seeing and I don't even eat this way all the time. It just is how today uniquely played out and my intuitive eating mindsets, those happen every day, but how they are expressed Throughout my days of my life comes very different because what food we have in the house is different. What sounds good is different. What my schedule is that day is different. What I have time to cook or eat is different. So just know that this is one day of my eating, just a glimpse of my food intake that you're seeing. Do not try to replicate it, but do try to implement some of the mindset side that I've talked about, some of the freedom-based reasons for why I picked what I did. And I hope this episode just leaves you inspired and excited for your next eating experience and how you can invite intuitive eating into that. And again, if you like this style of episodes, I will link some of the past ones that I've done in this format, like walking you through a day of my intuitive eats. I'll link those in the show notes for you to enjoy. And thank you so much for hanging out with me, send this episode to a friend if you think that she would find it helpful. And I pray that you have a a really, really wonderful rest of your day. Being a podcast producer means I can do podcast editing for you. I can do podcast upkeep, so help you manage and continue putting out episodes every week or every month or every second week, whatever is your decision for the frequency of your podcast. And I can also help you start up your podcast if you don't have a podcast already, but God has put in this idea on your heart for a podcast and you just don't know. To do that, how do I even get my podcast on Apple? What in the world is an RSS feed? How do I even record on my computer? It's just there's so many moving pieces, but take a deep breath because I understand the moving pieces. So, if you want to know anything about my podcasting services, how I can be your podcast producer and make the transition into the podcasting world easier for you if you're not there yet, or make it more joyful, make the joy return if you already are wearing your podcaster hat and it's just feeling stressful, let me be on your team. Let me be your podcast producer and help just bring back the joy because joy should be a part of your podcasting journey. If you are interested, you can go to my website nylaweeb.ca and weeb is spelled W-I-E-B-E. I I always tell people it's like dweeb but without the D. And that's all linked in the show notes. So you can find my website there and it has lots of client testimonies and just explains how it works to work with me. And I am so excited to hear about your podcast that you currently have or the podcast that you are just dreaming and praying over already. I love getting to help Christian women get out their powerful faith-based messages to the world it's just really cool to be a part behind the scenes of getting these God-centered, God-glorifying messages out to the world. It's such a blessing for me too. So can't wait to chat with you about all things podcasting.